You're with Julian on the Brown Notes, doing album reviews, and um, apologies for my head cold, which is going to mean that each review is going to get shorter and shorter as my voice is going as well. I should, I should change t-shirts. I'll change the t-shirt each time for the next two, so it looks like I'm doing them at a different period. Uh, this is a review of the debut album by Chat Pyle from Oklahoma City. So... In the UK, we call them slag heaps. It sounds like these guys come from, you know, like a braddock or somewhere. Some place where it used to be an industrial town and everything that they've excavated and all of the toxic waste has been put into these mine, like piles, giant piles. And I think that's what the term chat pile means, which gives you a fair indication of where these guys are coming from. Like many acts today, they aren't giving us their real names, but their names that they have given us are rather good. Ray Gun Bush on vocals, Luther Manhole uh, on guitar, Stin on bass, and Captain Ron on drums. And this is their first um, album called God's Country. Uh, a potentially ironic term, I would suggest. And um, every year there's... Since Death Heaven and Sunbather, there's been a, a, like a hardcore act that has crossed over to the mainstream. Because I'm a dilettante, I don't listen to genres in in great depth. Um, I usually have other people tell me what to listen to. Um, but I will, you know, so I'll hear a couple. Already this year, we've had two incredible debut albums in this sort of hardcore noise realm. We've... Um, Soul Glow, Diaspora Problems, one of the biggest reviews I've done this year. And now this one, uh, God's Country. Um, it's a fascinating album. Um, uh, like um, Soul Glow, it's a very political album. Like, not, you know, all the way back to At The Drive-In, sort of heavy politics. Um, so uh, Slaughterhouse starts it off and... Um, it's almost, you know, I think like 90s alt-rock, particularly sort of post-grunge alt-rock. Um, and I see that grunge died pretty soon for me because um, I just felt it got so dated really quickly and I never went back to it. But that sort of post-grunge sensibility and sound, like Nine Inch Nails or um, Alice in Chains or something, really sort of like the opener Slaughterhouse, I really sort of um, felt that. And the big gated drums, which is another thing that is... Um, a prevalent throughout the album and the um, the desperation in the vocals and um, lyrically it's one of the most uh, memorable albums of the year the eye of God is always watching there's no escape and his um, he does he sort of varies between some very sort of morbidly dulled spoken deliberately so spoken word and absolute torturous screaming and um, yeah it's great stuff but um, I, I thought the second track, Why, really stood out for me because he just rails for like three and a half minutes about why do we let people sleep on the street? It's such, a, it's such an amazingly simple question. Why do we let people sleep outside? Why? We have, what does he say? We have the resources, we have the means. We, I slept on a park bench once and I spent 10 months in a homeless shelter. Wasn't great, to be honest. But the fact that we can let people do it for decades when we have the resources not to and we step over them 
and his anger here I loved it it was so um, straight it was like there's no irony there's no um, you know satire it was just straight screaming into the void stuff like I've never had to push my shit around in a shopping trolley and you're like well no and why the hell do we do this so it's um even though a, a lot of art tends to involve a lot of irony and satire and double meaning straight down the line here and i really really appreciated that um pamela the third track it's almost got this like angry cure vibe if you've only heard friday i'm in love by the cure try them in the pornography era they were scarborous and just awesome. And that's what, kind of what it reminded me like. And it's got this whole BDSM vibe, torture porn vibe going through the through the record, which I really liked. There are some duller tracks, which detract from it a tiny, tiny bit. Maybe like a couple, maybe two, maybe three tracks that aren't quite as compelling like... Um, Wicked, I thought it was a little bit duller, but then that's followed by Anywhere, which is um, probably the most anthemic, anthemic riff on the whole album. Instantly sort of up there with the kind of big riffs you get on something like Rated R by Queens of the Stone Age. So it's like this droning riff. At the drive-in are always a spectre that are going to be in the background of albums like this particularly if they're political and particularly you know like the soul glow one as well if they're in that sort of hardcore bracket again the 90s vibe um i think it, like if you're in the right mood for this kind of music you can really get into the vibe of, of this cacophony it's almost like you adjust to its um wavelength um and it just feels good um I think like the um, the probably the darkest track on here is the one that's a ballad uh, with minimalist backing called I Don't Care If I Burn, which appears to be the lead up to a murder. Uh, and it's very dark and it's very confronting. With just tiniest pulse in the background of music. And this guy obviously going into some woman's home uh, and he's a, he's going to kill her. Reminding me a bit of Frankie Teardrop from Suicide, and the minimalism of the musical production in the background did as well. It's a narrative song. Um, I think that in the modern era, our ability to understand double meaning or narr or irony or satire is so pathetically bad that um, people take everything so literally. But this is clearly a sort of like murder ballad. And it's got, it's got a terrifying scream in it. And the whole thing ends on the one really long track, like nine minutes long, Grimace Smoking Weed. I think Grimace was like um, a mascot for McDonald's or something. Uh, big purple Mr. Blobby sort of thing. Teletubby sort of thing. Um, and that is the most prog rock song on here, and it's the funniest as well. Sounds like this guy just going mental in his bedroom after smoking weed and getting really paranoid and seeing monsters coming out of the bed under the bed and it's just like losing his mind you know it's like paranoid nightmare sounded a little bit death heavenly at the times as well so overall terrific debut album loved so much about their attitude and their politics and their delivery so much that was great about it couple of two maybe three songs that were just a bit more middling uh just a bit more sort of 
drifty um, and punishing to sort of get through, but not in a bad way. They were just sort of average tunes on an album that's otherwise fantastic. So I'm going to give Chat Pile, God's Country, one of the debuts of the year, uh, an eight and a half out of ten. <laughs> 